Today's episode of Winging It on the Ringer Podcast Network is brought to you by State Farm. Just like basketball, the game of life is unpredictable. Talk to a State Farm agent and get a teammate who can help you navigate the unexpected. Vince, I actually thought about this ad when I watched our game against the Memphis Grizzlies because we came off two big wins at home and, you know, going into the game against the Grizzlies, there's a good shot at winning it and it totally just got blown out. So talk about unexpected in basketball. We were on, riding on the, uh, a wave of, of some success and I think we got comfortable and just expected, hey, we've played well, we can go out there and just... It's going to happen because we, it's happened the last two games and we, we ran into a team that had a different agenda <laughs> and we felt that we could win the game and, oh, we've been down, we can come back. And unexpectedly enough, we're down 20 and, and then 30. a little bit more. And then next thing I know, we're down 40. I was like, wow, we're not going to win this game. Get a teammate who can help you navigate the unexpected. Talk to a State Farm agent today. Hey, Hoop fans. Want to play in a basketball game with some of today's biggest stars with Charles Barkley or Shaq as your coach? Well, Pringles and Cheez-Its are bringing you that chance with the Celebrity Crunch Classic. All you have to do is go make your winning pick for Team Cheez-It or Team Pringles at CelebrityCrunchClassic.com. No purchase necessary. Again, go vote and learn more at CelebrityCrunchClassic.com. Welcome into Winging It, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm your host, Annie Finberg, as always, joined by number 15, Mr. Vince Carter. BC in the house. And we are so, so, so excited. We finally booked our guest of the season. Mm-hmm. Ice Trey. Trey Nutmeg Young. Oh, that's my nickname now? Yeah, I just made that up. I, Trey Nutmeg Young. That's tough. I'm doing good. Glad to be back on. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we had you on last year with your boy, John Collins. Yep. And Baze. His boy. <laughs> your boy. Yeah, we're glad to have you back. You are, those are nice shoes. Shout out to Adidas. Yeah. Am I right? Got some Yeezy, some purple Yeezys on. I don't know what number they are, but um, yeah, they're nice. Make my outfit really pop. Vince, how do you feel about Yeezys? Nike's been doing great lately. Have you guys been paying attention? <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Unbelievable. I haven't lately. Um, they released these shoes called the, um, God, let me think. The Shocks? Shocks or something? Shocks. It's been pretty dope. Oh, Shocks. I've seen those. With the laceless ones? You should check them out. With the what? Are they laceless? Yeah, absolutely. You should check them out. Shocks. Got mm-hmm. it. How many pairs of those do you have? I only have like four. I'm tripping. I, I, I missed the whole... <laughs> the whole Shocks yeah, reference. The whole Shocks <laughs> reference. That's okay. The shoe's too old. They really old. did come out the with the new shoes, old. though. So I thought that's what they were called. <laughs> they can't make them without laces. Vince's yeah. ankles would be yeah, in trouble. Finished. So let's just jump right into it. As I called you, Trey Nutmeg Young, that has been your move all season long, but it's really been standing out lately. Before I get into it with you, I want to ask Vince... Trevor Ariza obviously was not very happy about getting nutmegged by Trey. And everyone was saying, oh, you know, he's an OG. The older guys, they don't like that. So I want to get your take. If you were not Trey's teammate, same. how would you feel if same. you got nutmegged? You'd do the same thing. Same. Yeah. So it's, it's just it's just what it is. I mean, the time's like a different. I mean, because as soon as you get into the locker room, <laughs> guess, where it, guess where it shows up? <laughs> right at the, the touch your of your phone. So uh, it's just what it is. I mean... Some people handle it different. That's just how it goes. And he said what he had to say about it. You move on, you know, and that's just kind of how it is. But for sure, for sure, I'm taking the foul. The hard foul. 
Yeah, the hard file. (laughs) (laughs) Trey, um, what did Trevor say to you? Because I saw him pull you aside after the game. He looks like he gave you a nice little, nice little tug. tug. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I was just about to walk back to the locker room, and then like the Matrix. Yeah, he kind of pulled me like uh, I forgot what um, what movie was off of. Everybody making a joke. I think it was uh, Friday. But everybody, he was pulling me. Um, but he was just, just I mean, telling me it's all love and it's all good. Absolutely. But um, to be honest, I don't remember too much what he said. But I think he said something like he didn't want me to do it. He said that wasn't gonna work on him. Um, but he, he said it was all love and he got respect for me. But uh, I mean, I see where he's coming from. If I was on the other end, I mean, I'd do the same thing. I mean, I wouldn't let somebody just throw it to my legs and then. I'll and then get it and then go score yeah and then go score like come on now <laughs> I mean I feel if like I can avoid it sometimes what, you can't help it you know it just cause it hits you so fast you don't right, necessarily right, know exactly. so I I mean I, I see where he's coming from if I was on the other end I'd probably do the same thing too that don't mean I'm gonna stop doing it bars I like that answer <laughs> exactly has that happened to you in the past where someone said something to you after you nutmeg them uh no I mean not nothing uh nothing crazy uh, I mean sometimes the defender will like well walk back on the other side of the court and then like they'll be joking with me or whatever but um and just say that I got them or whatever but I mean obviously that that time it it, it wasn't like that it kind of escalated which is going to happen you know it's just like kind of it's it's interesting for 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 me like me trying to dunk on guys who were OGs back in the day they mm-hmm. weren't just going to let it happen mm-hmm. I got hard fouled a lot trying to dunk on the best of the best they were just like yo young fella calm down slow down like <laughs> You know, and they were hard following me and it helped me up. And it, it were after the game, like, hey, man, don't, don't try to put me on a poster. I'm, I'm going to hurt you. Shaq, Shaq did the same thing. I mean, there's a, a video of him laying me out flat because it's the same type of thing. You know, it's just how it goes. And But I didn't stop. Yeah, go stop doing it. That's just the ability and the gift that I had. But let me ask you this real quick. Real quick. Has anybody ever done that to you? No. Like ever? Uh, yeah. Okay. No, that's never that's never happened to me. Not gotcha. not, yet. not um, yet. Knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, no, it's never happened to me, luckily. I feel like Trey's going to be like in his 20th season and some young gun who's not even born yet is about to be nutmegging him or something. Yeah. But like you said, it's just, it, I mean, a play like that, you're in transition. You're trying to get back, obviously. You turn around and you're trying to stop the ball because that's your job. <laughs> and you're really at the mercy of the guard already. You know, you it could be it could have been an in and out. <laughs> yeah. It could be, you know, anything. A cro- crossover. He, he had, the, the world is in your hand as an offensive player. And, you know, sometimes that's what happens. We'll move on to the next game after that, which was Memphis. We don't have to talk too much about the game. I don't remember what happened. I don't either. <laughs> Do you, Trey? Nah. No. Yeah, exactly. We played? We yeah. played yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. It's just, I thought we played them soon. <laughs> yeah. We do play them on Saturday, yeah, <laughs> but you. we played them last week. It was... Oh, it was a blur. Yeah. <laughs> but besides the game, John Morant, probably going to be Rookie of the Year. Trey, you guys had a nice little exchange after the game. Um, talk about that and kind of what made you want to do the jersey exchange. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, me and him got to really like um, get to know each other a lot more. We've exchanged numbers throughout the draft. Um, talked to him about, I mean, rookie season is crazy. Uh, as soon as I finished mine, I'm already talking to other guys coming up being a rookie. So I was talking to him um, a little bit, got to really get to know him during all-star weekend um being around him things like that so uh got to build a, I mean, a pretty good connection uh he texted me the night before and said he needed my jersey so uh, i said we could we could swap after um and i mean it's really a really cool connection because i think I mean, if you look at it i mean we could be like the next two young guys coming up and um 
That makes for good battles too. You know, when you have friends like that who are very gifted and have has a, a bright future, the battles are even better and tend to be more intense because, like you said, you built the connection, but you want to get the best of each other because it makes for you know better games and better battles because of the mutual respect. So, I mean, I can, I can't wait to sit on my couch yeah. somewhere and watch. You might be calling those games. Yeah, you probably will. That'll work. Yeah, yeah. I could. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work too. Was it hard at all for you to like still want to do that after a game oh, that was not fun? Yeah, of course, of course. I was, I was probably inches away from just going straight to the locker room and. Hey man, we play uh we play uh Saturday. We'll do it in Memphis. Yo, I need uh, I need another game to really trade jersey. I mean, to be honest, neither one of us really played really well. But obviously, we lost by like a lot of points. Yeah, we lost by a lot of, a points. Lot of points. So it, it wasn't good. It wasn't that good. Hurt. But the Grizzlies, did you see their game? Was it last night against the Nets? They beat yeah. them by like. 30 plus, 39. Yeah, it still doesn't make it acceptable. So, it still hurts. <laughs> For us. Yeah, I mean, they're they're uh, a, a very young and hungry team. Um, you know, just listening to them talk, you know, I'm not part of the media, but I kind of pay attention to it a little more than uh, now that I've been on that side. And, you know, they're trying to bring the grit and grind mentality back. And they're just, they're just going after it. I mean, fearless. And it's about them and nobody else. And you can say you can be friends and, all of that later, but they're, they're, they're going after it and they're getting the job done. I mean, I, I, how many people expected the Grizzlies to have a chance to be in the top eight to start a season? Not many, if not any. That's true. Vince, do you have a guy like Jaw for Trey? Like when you were coming up, maybe a guy one year younger than you that you kind of bonded with like that? I had my college teammate. And then I had my cousin, uh, T-Mac, once he left. So, it, you know, obviously playing against Antoine, uh, being traded for him, that we, we had a bond already. Right. And then, oh, I mean, I had a few. And then it was obviously when T-Mac left and it was Kobe because Kobe and I played with each other in AAU. So I had a couple of guys that we were cool and we kept in touch. But, like, when it was time to play, it was a whole different ball game and we were going at each other. And like I said, it was mutual respect and all love is, but, you know, like I said, T-Mac, I wanted to get the best of him just like he did in Twan and as well as Kobe. So there was a few in our era. And I can even add AI as well, you know, because we were we were all Some playing legends. against each other in, in college. And then there's Paul Pierce is another one because we were all in the same draft and came out of high school the same. So there's a few guys that like I, that when as soon as you said that, that's the, that's the group I thought of. Do you think those relationships have changed at all? Like, do you think that his group is maybe closer than you were with those guys because of the like social know? media, first of all, um, because I didn't really know Paul like that until McDonald's. And then we played in, um, uh, what was the other game? We played in the magic round ball mm -hmm. in Detroit. So, you know, I didn't get to, to know those guys, know him like that, but I knew Steph from playing with him in camps, Marbury. I knew KG from, from uh, camp, Ron Mercer, who was number one player, one or two player at the time, depends on who you talk to. Uh, I didn't know him very well, but you heard a lot about him just through whispers. Uh, Twan, obviously I played against and then, you know, T-Mac was a year and T-Mac and Cole were a year behind me. Uh, it, it was just different uh, than it is now. Can you imagine if there was social media back then? I can't. It would have been crazy. I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine. You would have had like so many millions of followers. <laughs> yeah. I know. Don't you I, think I, Vince should get on Instagram? Uh, yeah. Oh, he has a Twitter, not Instagram. Yeah. You, if you got a. One of these days. If you got an Instagram. Oh my God. If, if you, you get Instagram after the podcast, I will be so mad at you. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> It'll be like our last episode drops. I'll, I'll send you a text like, hey, <laughs> oh <my God>. follow <laughs> me. Oh my God. <laughs> I will be so mad. You'd be all right. <laughs> Trey, you just came off your first all-star performance. First of all, mm -hmm. congratulations. Thank you. 
Um, just tell me if you can put it into words what that weekend was like for you. Uh, well, start from flying there because I, I, I would, I'm interested to hear like getting there. Not not last year because last year you were there for. I mean, you played, but mm-hmm. like this time you're going to do some some things, but you're going to also play in the big game. Yeah. As well, so start from from like flying out there after our game in Cleveland, Cleveland, yeah, uh, because it's I think the excitement of flying there, you know, and you must add because remember you were sitting, you were trying to sit around the locker room on that day. All right, guys, I'll see you later. I'm like, yo, get out of here because there was about to be a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah, so that'd have been terrible for him to get stuck in Cleveland. Oh yeah, and couldn't fly to cold Chicago as well. So I was like, yo, get out of here, man. Yeah. go have fun. So yeah. but start from there. All right, all right. I was, um, yeah, it was the snowstorm. So uh, obviously I rushed out, tried to get get to the plane so they could defrost it and get out. So I got to Chicago, landed there, and um, like it it just felt like it was daytime. Like with all the lights there, with all the billboards downtown. I mean, you saw it when you were flying in to Chicago. Um, I think that was really cool. So when we touched down, got to the hotel, it was like cops outside. It was just so many cops outside. Security obviously is in there. Uh, I got there super late, so it wasn't very many people in the lobby. But uh, the next morning was crazy. And then, uh, but like your level of excitement, like as you were flying there, what, like what was going through your mind, like as you're dis- about descending and about to land in the Chicago? At you know, like yes, you had a lot of work to do Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. But to to Sunday. be on- to be honest, I didn't I didn't know what to expect. Like I knew what to expect on Friday and Saturday because I did it last year, but Sunday, like I was just, I think I was looking, winging it. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was winging it. <laughs> I was just going through. That was it. great, Vince. Sorry, You're welcome. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, it was. I was just. I was filled with emotions. I didn't know what to think. I wanted to go out and hit every shot. Like I was just <laughs> thinking about like the moment, and you, like, you know, like whenever you're an all star, and then being a starter is it's like it's even like different mm-hmm. like when you get called the introductions mm-hmm. like being an all-star starter is different so just me getting ready for like that moment um, I've always watched it as a kid uh, just to be honest getting home Sunday making sure I, I did my homework before I watched introductions like introductions is one of my favorite part and so being this was in, just like two years ago yeah literally <laughs> yeah that's impressive but it, it, it was crazy because that was probably the main thing I was thinking about. I was just super excited. I didn't know what to really expect. Especially where you like numb to the moment. Like I hear my name, but I'm like, move. Go, yeah. go. Yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah. No, I was. I was. And whenever they're doing the tribute, like it's, it's so many things that the fans don't see. So like when you're in the back and they're doing the Kobe tribute and Common is is up on stage with the little kid talking and we're just in the back just looking up at Common and looking up at the screen and me and Jokic are back there laughing. Me and Luca, or Donovan, like we're all just back there, just just talking. And it's like you don't really see those interactions. So like, those are probably the moments that I'm gonna take take back, and I've taken back since then. Just learning from those guys, just talking and being around those guys, and like how they are, and um, like those things were, were probably the coolest part. Coming out of All Star, what what did All Star do for you coming back into the season? So you get back. I know you got the day off, but like. What did that do for you as a player? Now you've you've experienced entire All Star Weekend as a not just an All Star but a All Star starter. Yeah. What did that do for your mentality and your confidence? 
I mean, it, for me, I, I already have a lot of confidence myself, but that just raised it to another level. Mm-hmm. Like just knowing that I belong, not only just in this league, but among like the best players in this mm-hmm. league. So like, it's a, a different mentality when I got back, just wanting to really, I mean, share that knowledge with like the young dudes, like with Cam and Dre and like the rookies. And I mean, just, just come back, just a different player, just a different mindset. And, um, I mean, it's, that, that was probably the, the most fun experience I've had. So. And it's interesting to hear you say that because for me, after my first one, you know, I was drained because of everything I had to do and I was so busy, but rubbing elbows with those guys that we play against and seeing how they approach the game, even though it was all-star, how they talk, I mean, whatever they, you know, everything, just sharing that moment. And then you come back to your team as the best player and everything, but it's like, it's just, it's just different. Things change. You have a different confidence. You have a di- different way about you. Cause now it's like, I know I belong, but it's like, now I have to do for my team while still belonging. Yeah. If that makes sense. You know, I think you understand yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I want to be the best player. I've proven it because I'm an all-star, but now it's about being that all-star and getting my team where, where, where we need to be. And that was kind of what I took from it after my, every year, really. It's like, I, I, I valued every year I was in the all-star cause you know, you never know when that was your last one. Well, do you, do you like remember like, just before the All-Star Games, where everybody's in the locker room, obviously there's a bunch of cameras. It's mm-hmm. not really mm-hmm. real pregame. Like, I mean, for me, what was really cool is just being in the locker room and seeing guys like Giannis get ready. Like, Rudy do his pregame routine and how he works out. And mm-hmm. just seeing Braun or seeing seeing uh, all these guys just get ready. Like, how they, I mean, how they tie their shoes or like just how they how they set their locker up. Like, right. little things like right. that. Like, that for me, that was probably the, the thing I was focused on too. Just... Just like how these see guys how move. everybody else operate. Like yeah. see how they Before move. The that, that was probably the, I mean, a really cool It was part a crazy too. thing for me because I, I got to see MJ. Yeah, like that's that. dope. And of course, Cole, but I got to see MJ because I was on, we were on the East here in Atlanta, actually, uh, for his last one of all one. So it was mm-hmm. a little different that year just because there's a lot of celebrating of, you know, his last All-Star game. And, you know, he was just floating around being MJ. I mm-hmm. mean, MJ's different than everybody else because he can do, you know, whatever he wants. Like, we focus in before games. Obviously, mm-hmm. we sit by each other, so I I, we, I know how we prepare. But sometimes, like, MJ was just, like, all over the place, talking to everybody, and still, once the game starts, locked in. It was crazy, <laughs> but it was just kind of cool to kind of see him prepare, even though it was an all-star setting. Uh, it was just, like, some things I, I took for him, from him and, oh, and from a lot of guys. I mean, obviously, KG... There's a list mm-hmm. of people that I've I've seen kind of prepare, and it's it's a cool thing to to yeah. see each and every year. And Trey, correct me if I'm wrong here, because I like to like make up these stories behind what you do. But when you hit that half court shot during the All Star game, I felt like you, because you're a first year player. You know the guys aren't sure about you. I felt like in that moment you kind of gained all their respect. Like they were like, "All right, this kid's for real." Like they all came out and picked you up, yeah. and they were like cheering for you. And did did you feel that way, or am I? Just yeah, off? no, it it, it felt. I mean, a lot like that for me, it was, I didn't shoot very good. My first, my first half and nothing was going in my easy three pointers. I made a, a layup. Um, and I think I made maybe one more three, but I felt like I, I didn't shoot very well. And it was crazy that one shot, like, I mean, just set my whole mood and just how the whole game went. Like for me being in my first year and then not, not ending the game, it was, I mean, I, I kind of understood it, but just hitting that half court shot, I was like, made it all work. Yeah. All right, yeah, I got this. I'm good. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like this, my first experience being around all these these great players and being around Chris Paul and Kyle Lowry, like letting them finish the game. Like me hitting that half court shot made it 
that whole first first all star experience all worth it. So it was dope. It was cool. Yeah. Hey, Hoops fans, want to play in a game of basketball with today's biggest stars with Charles Barkley or Shaq as your coach? Well, Pringles and Cheez-It are bringing you that chance with the Celebrity Crunch Classic. All you have to do is go make your winning pick for Team Cheez-It or Team Pringles at CelebrityCrunchClassic.com. You'll be entered into the Make Winning Snack Picks Sweepstakes, which gives you a chance to not only win a trip to the game in Atlanta with a guest, but also to play in this game of unreal basketball, shoulder to shoulder with the celebrities. And guess what? I'll be there too. I'm really excited to be there. I will not be playing basketball because I know my strengths, but I'm excited to be at the game. Vince, you guys will be out of town, but looking forward to it. I'll be with your neighbor, Shaq. Okay, um, I know this is a tough question. You've never answered this one before, but pick Team Cheese it or Team Pringles, please. Um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to go with Team Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> Hate you. Okay. He picks Team Pringles every time. Um, I'm also going to go with Pringles because I just love Pringles and they're my favorite snack. So why can't I go with them? Because I love them. Because sometimes I at least switch it up. Do you? Yeah, you don't. Okay, okay uh, Team Shaq or Team Barkley and why? I'm going to go with Team Shaq this time because he's a former neighbor of mine. No one who ever listened would know that. Yeah, if they didn't know. And he's a good friend. Really really good friend. Yeah. I'm also going to pick Team Shaq because I recently saw his hairline on NBA on TNT. (laughs) Yes. I was scared. I was worried for him, but I I think it was fake, right? He lost a bet. Pringles versus Cheez-It. Pick a side, stock up, and go for the win. No purchase necessary. Again, go vote and learn more at CelebrityCrunchClassic.com. Pringles versus Cheez-It. Pick a side, stock up, and go for the win. You met Vince's good friend, Barack Obama. (laughs) My boy. Vince Vince has hosted Barack Obama, so it's not as cool for him as it is for me. But when I saw that video, well, first of all, you know, we're covering from a social perspective. And they're like, oh, no, no one can go cover this community event. And we're like, what? That's so weird. Why? And then we see on Twitter, it's because the president former president is there but what was that like meeting him and like i just want to know all about it yeah it was it was really cool Uh, you're you're really (laughs) the president (laughs) obviously yeah i mean president barack obama uh it was it was fun you know it was cool that he uh he actually wanted to be between me and zion um from him hearing all the things i do with the community he was super excited and obviously my game and he loves zion all the way back from duke so uh, him standing between me and Zion was not like a just a coincidence. Right, he so, chose to do that. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. That was uh, that was probably the coolest part. He they saw told you me. out. Like, yeah, that's, that's the crazy. Yeah, no, they, yeah. they, they told I'm, me I'm where right to stand. There. Man, yeah. that's crazy. Mr. Forty Four is gonna be right, right. here. <laughs> that's the yes, man. Sir. That's the man. So I was just listening. I probably smiled the whole time he was talking. Um, asking me questions. He knew everything about my game. Oh, yeah. I know. It's crazy Didn't how much he you know, know like, basketball. your stats in, like, yeah. college or something yeah, like that? Yeah, no, he, so, he knew everything. So, he, you know, he had, he had a guy on staff. His job was to break down highlights for him. So, at the end of the night, they, he, he, he had the shorter version of the highlights, which you would see on Center for him. So, he had a, a sports package. So, that's how he kept up with all the sports every night. <laughs> So that's why he's so knowledgeable of, okay. I mean, he's a diehard fan. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. that's how he knows everything was going on. Well, it's not like he has it's, time to sit around and watch exactly. basketball. So, yeah. that's, so every all the sports highlights are all broken down for him to watch at the end of the night. Nah, were you scary. were you like nervous when you met him all or it was just cool? Oh no, I was nervous. My <laughs> hand was sweating. Um, we, we were passing, we were passing around, uh, we were putting in back, putting in school supplies in backpacks and uh, I, I probably put Germix on like 
four or five rounds of like just Germex and just before I shook his hand, like I was <laughs> making sure, sure I was, I was, I was perfect. You can't get the president sick. Yeah. You can't get him sick. I had to be perfect when I met him. So it was, it was crazy. And he's so cool. And he's down to earth. I mean, he's like the, the cool, the coolest uncle you have in the, at the family reunion yep. type. I Fact. mean, he's, cause he's easy to talk to. It's not like you, you have, you're nervous, but then when he starts to talk to you and interact, you forget like, yeah. man, it's a cool dude. Man. Yeah, look, yeah. You know, like you look at him as a cool dude. You like wouldn't the president like he just makes yeah. you feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're when you're talking to him. So it was cool like seeing your interaction and you can just tell like mm-hmm. he he brings the best out of people and he makes people feel comfortable just be, regardless of who he is. And Vince, when you got to interact with him, was it like you just said, like just hanging out with your friend? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, obviously he has two daughters, so um the first, the, my first interaction. So he c- comes into the house. I probably played golf together. We try, we try, we actually tried to play <laughs> basketball because he wanted to, but we, we didn't have time because it was All Star break and it was All Star weekend in uh, Orlando. He comes to the house and he, it, we had a special room where he would just you know meet my family and, and my daughter. So as soon as he walks in the door, I go to shake his hand. He goes straight to my daughter and he has a, a, a conversation and interaction with her longer than, you know, say, oh, he's going to come speak five minutes and talk to you guys for like five, 10 minutes and take a picture because there was no pictures. Like he was like, Where, where's your phone? Get, get your phone. So, so you have a picture. So the cool thing about it, he allowed her to take a picture to take back to school as a project. You know, so and at my daughter's school, like if they miss school and for something like this, they can turn into a project and get extra credit for it. And somebody told her that, told him that. And he was like, forget this wind up camera. Get to where's the phone? Where's the phone? So we have a cool, <laughs> she has a cool picture of uh, of them in, in her room because of that. And he's just real laid back and cool. And he was supposed to stay for an hour. He ended up staying for two and a half hours because he didn't want to leave. And he was just everybody was just comfortable having a good time. And, and he was like, yo, I want. We got enough guys to play pickup. You know, it was like <laughs> Zoe in there, CP. It was all kind of guys in there uh, from the, from the league. There, he wanted to play pickup bad, but they wouldn't let him. It was crazy. <laughs> I watched that video that the NBA made of when he met with you guys at All Star Game, mm-hmm. and I was smiling like from ear to ear the entire time. Like every person he talked to, he addressed like they were just a regular person. Yep. Like yeah. he was a regular person. You yeah. know, every person like, "What's your name? Where do you go to school?" And you'd think you get tired of acting like that, but he's just like that all That's the time. Just who he is. Yeah. So dope. Shout out. We still need to try to get him on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> so whoever knows him, can hook that up. Let's do That's it. That's a hoop dream. Trey, what have you learned from having Vince as your vet since you've been in the league? I think I've gotten Good and his, bad. I think I've gotten on his nerves a lot. Mm-hmm. No. Someone has to. Yeah, I mean, but it's just in a good way, though. You know, the thing I, I've probably taken is like how he is with, with everybody. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like he's he's probably one of the most iconic I mean, NBA players of all time, but I mean, he still takes time to to talk to the little kids. I remember when we were in Boston and Marcus Smart jumped over the over the <laughs> ledge, yes. and that little girl, those two little girls, were right next to us, and he was just checking up on on those little girls. And I mean, there's there's little things that this Vince doesn't have to do for for kids or people that aren't necessarily in the game, but I mean, are, are supporters of, of of the game or, or of him. Um, that he does for the community. So I think, feel like for me, winning the Community Assist Award, I mean, I, I give a lot of props to my family and, and all the people that supported me, but a lot of it comes from, from seeing guys like Vince and seeing what he does. So that's probably probably the biggest thing. Yeah, I will say, when you were telling me about Barack Obama, I don't want to like compare you to the president, but you are <laughs> like that in the same way as like, you'll give anyone the time of day and you will talk to anyone, doesn't matter who they are, which yeah. I think is a cool thing and a good thing for you as a soon-to-be superstar if you're not already in your second year, but like that 
everyone deserves that kind of respect. And yeah. were you sure. like this your whole career? This is it. This is it. That's all I got. Even when you were like <laughs> dunking on seven footers. And yeah, stuff? I mean, I was humbled by by some of the veterans in the locker room. You know, in my day we had four or five vets around, so I was uh, I was lucky to to be able to sit by Trey, and I knew. You know, and I've learned learned in, in moments when and when to bother him, when to say stuff to him, when not to. And I think he's over time accepted it. You know, just like he, I, I know, I just know how he operates, and I think he he, he appreciates it now. At first, I was like, oh, he act like he didn't hear me, but it's just understanding because I, I get it in the moment. He he wants to win. He's passionate about the game, and sometimes I just throw things at, at him or things I see. And sometimes he acknowledges it. <laughs> sometimes he doesn't. But later on, you we'll know, talk about they, it. Yeah, he'll talk about it. Or he'll be like, "Yeah, I got you." And you know, it just over over what now two years. It's just we it's un, we understand each other. And like I said, I, I I enjoy seeing you know whoever I play for. I enjoy just seeing our team succeed. Even in my time when I was the go to guy, it was like I was comfortable in my skin of what I can do. But I knew I needed everyone, and I wanted to support everyone and. and Help! Now I wanted to be the Jason kid of our team that could help guys make a lot of money, because he's going to make a lot of money. I was going to make a lot of money, but I wanted to help other guys shine, and because I knew I needed him. You know, I can score 40, 50, 51 points. My bad. That's your career high. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, what was yours? No, no, don't answer. We'll talk about it later. But I, I knew I could, I could score points, and I was a go-to guy. But I knew I needed the trust of everyone else. So for me, I just like to to interact and just see these guys succeed and and help whenever I can. And I, I made took the time to learn him, his personality, do's and don'ts, when when and when not tos with him. Mm-hmm. And I think it's helped. You know, you know, and we don't have to always talk about it. It can be like a quick, hey, they're doubling you from the baseline, or or you always have the skip pass over there if you need it, things like that. And sometimes he's like, you know, just a quick nod. And I know he hears me and I go about my business and it's just learning how to deal. It's just like operating with your brother. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, just the thing is that, you know, when to give him space and kind of when to go, go at him and, and, and say what you got to say. And he's giving me that opportunity. You said you got humbled by vets in the locker room, your rookie season. Have you had to do any of that for Trey or any of the other young guys, maybe last year when he was a rookie with some of the older guys, Kent, any of them? Any humbling happening? I was a good rook. I did everything I needed to do. Vince is <laughs> laughing for everyone who's listening to this podcast. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Vince has ever had. Let's, oh, what? in 22 seasons. <laughs> Those are lies. <laughs> uh, no, he had his, he has his, he had his moments. Like I said, we were good. I'm, I'm, I'm laid back. I'm easy. I'm, there's times where I'm like, Hey, can you go get something? But uh, otherwise I, I'm want to kind of help guys grow. Cause we have a lot of guys who were, Asking for you guys to do a yeah, lot, yeah. So I was, I was simple. I was like, every now and then, bring me an insomnia cookie or, so, or two. That's yeah, all. that was my job. Mm. That me. was my job for yeah. for Vince. I that's had to bring all. insomnia cookies. That's all. Every that's chocolate an easy chip. task. Yeah, every now and then. But you know, but more than more than <laughs> anything, it was just kind of to support him because I've been in his position, and I uh, and I know it's a lot coming out coming at him and pulling in different dis- directions. And what was done for me was that. Oakley and all of these guys who play with the stars of stars like Jordan and Dominique, they taught me what those guys have been through and how they handle it. So for me, I, I just wanted to, I just want to kind of share my knowledge and just give them just little, little pieces of, of, of things that I see or may help in, in at just diff- different times, not really throw it all at them. Cause like I said, it's a lot, a lot of people in his ear, in his ear, a lot of people coming after him. So, you know, I want to say this, the one thing I've been impressed and I think I've said it too before and I think I've said it publicly, but the one thing when Trey first got here, I was more, I was 
impressed by him with his uh, ability to handle the media at a young age. But I, I know because of social media and because of the buzz and the uh, amount of coverage you got in high school, you kind of been used to it. Not on this stage of the NBA, but he was accustomed to standing in front of him and handling it. So kind of getting to watch him handle the media and then, of course, college, but handle it. I was just like, all right, like he... He's cool, calm, and 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 gets it already, and and it, he doesn't need a lot of coaching with how to finesse your way through it and being smart about what you say. You know, every, everybody's young. You don't have you're gonna say whatever you say when you're confident. And you you have to learn to deal with you know the things you say. But he's been great with in that aspect of it. And uh, I didn't have social media. Right, you didn't have to worry um, about that. Most of my career, right. <laughs> <laughs> in the beginning. So I, it, it was just a learning process but he's done a great job with that so I don't know if I've ever told you that but it's been you know I sit I sit by him in the locker room so sometimes sometimes I sit there and because everybody's crowded around his locker you know me I say something like I just want my <laughs> space over there and yeah he doesn't get rattled right. and he, he does a great job with that yeah I will say like in for me in my industry people always want to know how the team's best player is like with media and stuff mm-hmm. and I've always said about you Trey is like you are you've always been great with media you're always willing and able and you know even after a bad game you're still going to talk to the media with respect and and I think that's always been and great I, uh, with with that being said uh, that's the, what I why I'm excited about being a player and then hopefully on the other side media sometimes has to understand there's some players who are will, when they have the bad games and whatever they're willing to talk about it and there's some players who are different you know they just need time and they have to understand how it all works or how players are because I feel like we meet we I say we because I'm going to put myself on the media side, but when the media comes at you and they start asking these questions and people handle handle or answer something a little different than maybe the star in the other locker room, you know, in a a loss, we now we're criticized for it. And we all handle things different because we can both have, uh, like let's say, uh, the Memphis game. Like you were, you were talking to the media like immediately. If they were to talk to me over there, I was, I was in a pissy mood, and I didn't even play that many minutes. But it was just like you know how the game went, how how we played, our lack of effort, blah blah blah. I didn't really want to talk about it, so I I know I handled different. I say that now, but I've never really been like that. But I'm willing to answer it. But it's just you know it's different. And I think he's done a great job with handling that stuff because it's easy to talk when you had a great game and you won and. Blah, blah, blah. It's when you didn't play well, like you said, we didn't play well. We got blown out. Now you ask, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst one. What happened? What did happen? <laughs> what did happen? We show, and you know, it was just like we were there, we we're in the game, and all of a sudden, like, wow, it's they're like running 20. so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they passing so well? they passing so well. Oh, boy. Going back to All Star really quick, Trey. Basketball-wise, what was the highlight of the weekend for you? Basketball-wise, um, I think being on the same floor with Giannis, Joel, I mean, being with, being with players like that, being with players like Braun, going up against those guys, going up against Luca, that was probably my, my favorite part, to be honest with you. I mean, me and Luca obviously get compared a lot. I mean, for us, being our second year, both all-star starters, both traded for each other. It's like... It's crazy how they, how it worked, and um, so I'm just I'm I'm happy uh, about that that day. That was I don't know. There was so many highlights. Probably the half court shot though. Going back to that, yeah, I was glad to see you and Luca out there, both first year starters, and I'm assuming you learned a lot from your teammates. I did, I did, I just, especially like the the PGs, uh, CP, Kyle, Kimba, like hearing them 
like be be vocal. I don't know. I mean, if Vince noticed, I mean, I'm trying to be more vocal. I'm I'm a quiet person. I'm I'm super lead by example type of person, player. But just being around those guys, coming back to the team, I want to kind of be more of that vocal vocal leader. Uh, I mean, it's going to take time that I get better at it, but I think that's something that for me is probably the biggest thing I learned from and being on this guy. You can kind of see him trying to do do a little more of that. And that's why I asked the question earlier uh, because of those type of guys, because Chris Paul is all the time, yeah. all day long. And, you know, he, that's not who he is, but you can tell once he got back, his confidence, um, putting guys in, in the positions that, or where they need to be um, without having to do so. He's just like, he's asserting himself with his voice more so than just his ability in his game. And, you know, that's, it's, it, that's what's needed as a point guard. And it, that, that stuff takes time. You know, I, I think sometimes mm-hmm. as an organization, you're like, you're the star, so you have to be this vocal leader. And not everybody's prepared and willing to do that. So that's why, for me, as you know, I try to use my voice and give these guys terms and, and, and situations where they can use it uh, and, and, and learn from it. But obviously, as a point guard, you got to see it firsthand in game. And that's, it's no better teaching than that. Yeah, Trey, before we get to kind of our final segment, I'm curious. We've had a couple of guests on here recently, Markel Fultz and a couple of guys who've talked about their mental struggles being in the league and having expectations put on them. And I kind of want to just rewind back to your first couple of months in the NBA and even summer league um, in Utah, you know, when things weren't going as well as maybe you had hoped for it to go and people are doubting you and saying all this stuff on social media. What was that like for you and how did you handle it and get through that? Yeah, it's uh, it was tough. Um, obviously, I dealt with a lot of. I mean, I did a story uh, for ESPN just about mental health issues. Um, cause that stuff's that stuff's real. Um, people don't really understand that. I mean, even us as athletes, like we still go through the same struggles that. I mean, someone who, I mean, works a nine to five. I mean, has like we 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 still have those mental health issues. For me, going through Utah, uh, my first three shots or two shots were air balls. Um, felt like everybody was, I mean, just jumped the gun and just said I was a bust from there. You know, it's crazy. The fun fact, my first good game in summer league was when Vince called it, called really? our game. I was there. We were, uh, I called we game. played the Bulls. Yep. You know, we played the Bulls and we played in that back gym, had like seven threes. That was, felt like it was meant to be. We didn't even, he wasn't even on our team yet. Yeah. So like the, two weeks later, but anyways, yeah, it felt like it was just, just everybody was on top of me and just felt like I couldn't do anything right. And then heading to the season, it felt like that early on. And I mean, obviously getting compared to, to, to Luca and things like that. It just felt like I just wanted to be myself. I just wanted to be the best version of myself. And I couldn't do that at that time. And so, um, I had people that I talked to, uh, still talked to, um, that helped me with things like that mental health issues. But, uh, that's something that, I mean, I, I fought since I was in college um, and I still fight with it today. So it's something that it's, uh, it's a struggle of mine, but I, I mean, I get through it. So, And that's early in the year when he was going through it. It was it was cool to see, you know, not for me, like I said, I'm sitting by him and hearing the questions. And, you know, when they ask the questions, you hear the question of doubt. And, oh, you know, will you get out of it? And that's for, for, for me, I wanted him to know that he had support from our team and from, from me who's been there. And I don't know if you recall it or not. We always talk about, oh, we'll get through it. You're going to show the world. You'll be fine. It, it's just hard times that we all go through it. You know, you have rough shooting weeks, months, uh, or, or whatever. But I'm like, you're going to be fine. Just stay the course. That's one of the things I always say. Stay the course. Stick with it. 
you know, and I always tell young guys and even he's here, he's here and he having the success now, continue to ask questions, continue to ask those questions, continue to kind of just get feedback. Like you said, from all of the people that you have in your, your corner, other players, other vets, um, me, whoever, like continue to ask questions because I feel like sometimes we feel like we can figure it out in our mind all the time. And we put more pressure on ourselves because we're trying to get it right then until, and, and sometimes you get that feedback from someone else and it just turns the light on or it just helps you relax a little bit. So um, that's kind of how it was my, my approach. And, and we had a lot of vets. So we had bays and we had everybody, we always told them like, man, we'll be fine, man. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about like, and it's easy for me to say this more so than a younger guy. I don't really care what social media is saying about you because like, if guys in this locker room feel that, then you then you worry. The outside world, they're just giving your opinion. We're with you every day. Yeah. We know you you step in the gym every day and you putting the work in. You're working on your shot. You're working on your craft. You're learning the game. Like you're he was learning in the fire. And that's a lot of pressure to come in and be the savior with the comparison of to, to Luca, with uh, the hype that he he came in with. That's a lot. And to expect someone at that age. To do it by yourself is 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 crazy. Like that, you know. I was just I was glad to be there, and I told I told the organization before we even met. I was like, let me let me help him if you will allow him to just to be be there in his corner and protect him. You know, uh, that's that was my thing, just to protect him, and just be like, man, he's fine. Like he'll be fine. And once he he kind of got out of that, then all of a sudden you just see the narrative change, and it, it was just it was it was crazy, but it's cool to see, and you can just see his confidence grow. I love watching the haters get silenced. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. they're not tweeting as much anymore. Not tweeting that. Oh, he's my favorite player. Right, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to meet Trey Young. Let me get his autograph. Yeah. Did you see him nutmeg? Oh. <laughs> I'm not saying like when you said, did you see shoot the air ball? Right. Or have the rough night too. So, yeah. you know, it's just crazy. People love it's crazy how it, it, it happens. And that's why I'm so, uh, I mean, a bit with social media, it's like, it's there. I get it. And you use it to the you know to your, your advantage. But sometimes... I think your generation, you guys kind of get caught up into what people are saying and it affects that that second half or that next night uh, or back to back or that next game because of what at somebody I'm that I'm the greatest hater said, you know, to you. So it's just it's it's a tough it's different. Trust me, I, I, that's that stuff. Like that's, I'm, I'm not one to say that that doesn't affect me like that stuff. When you turn on the TV and you see guys when you were a kid, like I used to watch Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman as a kid. Talk about Braun or I seen Skip Bayless and Stephen Ango at it. Now they're talking about me and sometimes it's negative. Like that's that stuff that stuff hits and like it's different. It's like different. wow, he talk about me now. Yeah. He's hating on me or talking like bad about me now. Yeah. yeah it's, so it's, it's crazy, crazy how it all turns. Yeah, it's 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 a different like it's a different ball game. I think now that's accepting not accepting, understanding like you're at you're at the highest level. So being at the highest level comes the highest, the naysayers and, and, and more criticism becoming an all-star. Oh, just wait, just wait next <laughs> year. It gets worse. I mean, because now yeah. that's what they're expecting Yeah. or just like, okay, you're an all-star and then what next? Yeah. So uh, I'm excited to see that challenge and I'm hoping I can be around to, as some sort to kind of help them with that too. That There's a lot of pressure. Is that him saying he wants to come back for another year? That no, sounds like no, it. No, no, <laughs> see, no, no, I said, I hope that I can be around somehow. Mm. You know, they allow me to come okay. to practices, yeah. right. come to a few games. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll come off the I'll jump. I'll come off the couch and sit in the stands. I thought you were about to say I'll come off the bench. Yeah, he was. <laughs> we'll talk about uh, that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. appreciate it. I do have a fun fact we had to talk about. We definitely got to mention this. You want to know a fun fact? I do. I played against his dad and they beat us. When? Oh yeah, in college? college. In college, where'd your dad go? Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. Ah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, when Darvin Ham um, broke the backboard. Broke the backboard. Like, and y'all lost? Did we? Damn. Bad. Yeah. But his dad was on that team. He played yeah. that game. So Do you know how many cool. points he had? Do you know? Nah, he was a freshman. So, and that was Tony Batiste's team. Darvin Ham was on that team. And uh, Gerald Sasser. Gerald Sasser. And, uh, they were loaded. Tech was loaded. Yeah. Um, we should have beat them until Darvin broke the glass and everything went left. Because they, they, I think they all played AI the next, the next game. I think they played Georgetown the next game. Then that's when Georgetown beat them. Yep. But it was pretty cool. Like, yeah, just to circle, remind like everyone of how old you are. Exactly. So just to kind of see, like, when, when I heard about it, I was like, and he was like, you remember he told me, Texas Tech. I was like, like what year? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So it's, it's crazy. Yeah, just to remind everyone, Vince's playing career is older than our guest, Trey Young. How old are you? 21. Oh, man. That's crazy, right? Ouch. And speaking okay. of college, uh, Kansas Jayhawks are number one in the nation. I feel like that's a good note to close on. Wow. What? Hey, but he, how, how, are those, how are the Sooners? No, you know what no, I want to know? You're Big 12, so I mean, I knew that I'll was rock coming. with you. Thank I you. knew that was coming. Thank I'll rock you. with you. I was going to go ahead and say what you're going to say. It's like, you didn't go to the Big 12. You went to Oklahoma. Yeah, but it's like we're, we're like a team. <laughs> yeah. They can't be good, so we'll be good for them. That's crazy. Now I'm not about to be on your team. <laughs> that was we hold it down on football side. That's true. We don't. How are your Tar Heels doing? We're doing well, actually. Really? Yeah. What are you ranked? We, we won 15th. Our, we, we won our last game. In the ACC. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Trey's got jokes now. You know what I'm saying? It's, we won our last game. So we have, we're on a winning streak. Of one. Uh, it's better than none. Okay. Uh, sure. This is true. Congrats And we're, I think we're 14th now because we beat Wake. Actually, we're on a two-game winning streak because we beat Syracuse and Wake, which I was um, financially compensated for their victory. That oh. sounds like some yep. kind of a violation. To who? The NCAA paid me? Yeah? No. no. It was a friendly wager. Oh, a friendly wager. Oh, yeah. John Collins? Whatever. Okay. It's just some guys had to do... What they had to do. What they had to do. Yeah. You know, you rep your college, so... Right. If we played y'all and beat you... Right. But you wouldn't because it's Kansas. <laughs> We're doing well. I'm so glad to hear that. I beat Kansas when I was there. Anyway, Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Go Big 12. Boomer Sooner. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been so much fun. Go Heels. Uh, Don't forget to give us five stars wherever you get your podcasts. Five stars, please. And why don't you go ahead and send this to a friend who you think would like this episode and then tell them to subscribe and give us five stars because we love all of our fans. We love you guys. Six stars stars from Trey Young. So however you do that. 51 stars. From Vince Carter. Wow, that's crazy. I thought. See how that. See how. See how it all just. It's yeah, showing exactly. real colors. I, I gotta <laughs> exactly. go, yo. I, I can't. Wow. 50, uh, it's crazy. Almost said fifty. Vince loves to retweet people, and that is rare for something. for a You're superstar right, all star. So. And I don't. And you gotta get Instagrams. Much. Y'all get Soon we'll be Instagramming people. I'll teach you all about it, Vince. And you gotta set it. that up. I will. I know about it. Oh, you know about it. I do. Interesting. I just don't have it. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.